0: Enthusiastic, right there. Yep, that's the people cheering Captain Crozier after he um, uh, was he was he walking off the boat at yeah, that point. Yeah, he was walking off to the I, I guess the dock. I don't know. I'm not a sailor. If you've been following this story, Captain Crozier, who sent a letter to a whole bunch of different people saying that uh, the Theodore Roosevelt, an aircraft carrier, was not uh, not in good shape, COVID nineteen wise, and he got relieved of his command for that letter and uh and the the people on the boat cheered him
1: um like crazy well they loved him he was a popular commander and an effective one but he got sacked and 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 the the acting s-
0: secretary of the navy so the secretary of the navy which is you know the the very top person on the navy he burnt down his own career uh it would seem <laughs> as- yeah
1: he he flew
0: to guam To address the situation and address the crew. So he heard the, the, he heard that clip we just heard or saw it on TV or whatever of the people, everybody cheering and everything like that. So he shows up and wants to give them a, 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 you know, a talking to (laughs) and had to know, I guess it was going to be videotaped and recorded and other people would see it. And, uh, this, this lost him his job as he resigned yesterday. So dig this, especially the ending
2: for many years we've been funding okay, for many years
0: that does that does not sound like a on
2: sunday night he sent that email and that email went out to a broad audience of people i know that i mentioned that it was over 20 we believe it was forwarded to even far more than that and immediately it was picked up by the san francisco chronicle which published sensitive information about the material condition of a naval warship if he didn't think it was my opinion that if he didn't think that information was to was going to get out into the public in this information age that we live in then he was a too naive or too stupid to be the commanding officer of a ship like this the alternate is that he did it on purpose and that's a serious violation of the Uniform Court of Mil- Military Justice, which you are all familiar with.
1: You know...
0: Did that have the stupid part in it? Yeah, he said it. Yeah. Uh, okay, I missed that. I was reading something.
2: If naive you didn't think that information was to was going to get out into the public in okay. this information age that we live in, then he was a too naive or too stupid to be the commanding officer of a ship like this.
0: Too naive or too stupid. Okay. <laughs> You know, uh, what's, (laughs) you get fired by your boss and you're told, you know, if you didn't understand that you needed the Penske account in on Thursday, you're either too naive or too stupid to have this job. Now have a good day.
1: When I heard that quote out of context, I thought that's way over the top, unnecessary, insulting, and, uh, you ought to apologize. And as it turns out, he resigned uh, under pressure, I'm sure. In the full context of it, uh, I don't, I don't find it Horrible. He probably should have left it unsaid. Uh, you could certainly say uh, naive or unwise. Um, I think if he'd said unwise instead of stupid, he'd still have his job. And I know nothing about this uh, this guy who was the acting secretary of the Navy. I don't know if he was good at it or not. No clue.
0: Yeah. So I I, I ended up doing a deep dive on this last night. Uh, it started with David French's column in the um uh, the Dispatch website. And he is a uh, David French is a uh, he was a military lawyer and he was in the military and he actually served in combat in, uh, in Iraq and that sort of stuff and he writes a lot about the military and the 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 first part of it was um about how uh, people there seems to be a breakdown between people that were in the military and people who are not in the military and looking at the story just generally and we talked about this some the other day oh yeah the the the, the captain. Having this announcement uh, that about the um, uh, the, the COVID nineteen and and how much uh, it was affecting the ship and everything like that, going out to the world the way it did is something you just can't have. And military people understand that. Non military people think I oh, am speaking truth to power
1: and blah 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 and you know whistleblower etc cetera, etc. Cetera. You can't be well, announcing. And remember, under dogma, the weaker uh, actor is always good and right. And the stronger actor, the actor with more power, is always mean and oppressive, and everything's always portrayed that way.
0: Yeah, and, and so he uh, announcing to the North Koreans or the Chinese or whoever that one of the most powerful uh, fighting, not just a vessel. I mean, it's like it's a like a flying, it's like a floating country in terms of the the armament and everything like that. That right. that, that might not be fit to do battle is just not something you can do. You can't announce that to the world. That's just completely. Um, out of bounds
1: well this is the the beautiful uh and, ex- and simple easy to understand example of both things being true the the captain was concerned for his guys he was not getting what he needed from the navy but then he he did something he should not have done in a way he should not have done it he may have been absolutely righteous i mean admirable in his aims uh but but he just did it the wrong way, and in a really, really wrong way. And you—it's hard to get anybody who's ever served in the military or understands how it works to to disagree with that point of view you're just expressing. He just did it completely wrong. You can't do that. The question is still out there whether he knew he was blowing
0: up his career or not. And uh, so let me read just a little bit from David French's column, and then I'll make a bigger point. Um. Um. You can agree or disagree with. If you have time to spare, I'd urge you to read ProPublica's indispensable series, Disaster in the Pacific, which I did last night. In extraordinary and sometimes second-by-second detail, it demonstrates how a series of cascading failures led to deadly accidents on the high seas. You remember these stories from a couple of years ago. There was a couple of them crashing into a ship, uh, planes crashing into each other, that sort of stuff that happened in a couple-year span. The immediate subjects of the stories are the collisions themselves, but they take place against a deeply disturbing backdrop of systematic problems. Read the entire series. It's chilling, and it helps explain why a commander may have rationally believed that his chain of command was not adequately responding to an emerging crisis. Time will tell if Captain Crozier's action was recklessly irresponsible or a noble sacrifice. It seems clear that his sailors thought it was the latter, and that's very relevant to what happened next. David French making the point that when you read those um, uh, descriptions of what happened, and I don't know if y'all remember when we we had one of our we had, we had a boat crash into another boat. That's that is not supposed to happen. And when they did a deep dive, there are like a hundred layers of incompetence going on for years that allowed that to happen. Well, now, and
1: as you recall, it was uh, we crashed into a giant slow-moving boat. You could see, you know, right. Right. Forever away with your radar.
0: Yeah, and uh, Red, uh, and uh I'd forgotten this story about a refueling exercise near Japan in which one of our planes crashed into another plane and, and that sort of thing. And once again, the levels of just sloppiness, top to bottom, that have been going on forever, it's disturbing. And God, I, I would hope that that's what comes out of these stories, that we can get some sort of honest look at our military and how ready we are to actually do battle with an emerging China, and if we've just been we've been number one for so long that we've got sloppy with our uh, practices, like you know you're the New England Patriots or the 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 the, the whoever Golden State Warriors, and you just say you know, just just having our uniform on's enough. And you get sloppier and sloppier, and then you start to worry about all kinds of other politically correct crap over the years that's, yes. that starts to leak in, and that becomes a a bigger source of attention than whether or not we can still you know do ten pushups and 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 get this plane on time to where it needs to go. That sort of thing. It, it's it's just highly disturbing.
1: Well, this is why I always say respect the military as as conservatives. Respect the cops, you know, for instance, but don't worship them. Respect the military, but don't worship it. The reason is every bureaucracy suffers from the same diseases. And you're right. I remember reading in in a fair amount of depth at the time those two accidents took place uh, back to back, including the loss of life and and the rest of it was that uh the chain of command was much more interested in giving a glowing report Absolutely. to the people above it than to solving the problems, particularly if you go to the guy above you and you say, hey, we got this problem, and he says, sorry, no budget, fix it. And you can't fix it. You just start lying about it. And so we have to look at the military for no other reason than, A, the expense, and B, the, the lives of our greatest, our f- most fabulous young people. We have to be... We have to be not suspicious, but uh, skeptical at all times of the military and how it does what it does. That's not a lack of respect. That's a respect for the human beings involved. And getting back just briefly to Captain Crozier, it's entirely possible he threw his career on a grenade knowingly thinking, I can't get this fixed through the chain of command. I'm going to blow up my career because it's the right thing to do. If that's true, he's a hero but the soft heads of the media who say because he is a hero he should therefore keep his job. Well, no, he he blew up his career. He knew what he was doing.
0: I I hope this gets looked at properly. Whether it's the soft heads of the media or the soft heads who just always respect the military no matter what. Um, uh, I just I hope the truth comes out because David French seems to think there's a decent chance this guy had tried the proper channels or just had enough experience with the proper channels that knew it wouldn't work. Because reading into the, the plane crash in 2017, is that when that happened? Um I don't remember. But reading about that last night, they had... Outdated computer equipment and outdated training and people not getting enough sleep because they changed this and that. But nobody was willing to tell their boss that, hey, we need this or just all kinds of dysfunction that is horrifying to read about. If we ever actually ended up in a for real war with an adversary that could actually defeat us.
1: Which will happen someday. It's inevitable or just, you know, just actively and incompetently oppose us. I mean, never mind defeating us. That's not going to happen. But they could do enormous damage. There could be a horrifying and unnecessary loss of life because bureaucracies, including the military, act like bureaucracies do. You know what? And I'll
0: get this. I'll get this link to Hanson so people can read this if they want. I mean, it's it's thorough reading. It's like reading a book about these incidents. But I don't know about I, I thoroughly defeat us, uh, make us su- surrender a, a lot. Having read those articles, I wouldn't be surprised you wake up and all of a sudden there's an interaction with China and boom, we lost here, 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 and here. And we and, and America's saying, how did that happen? I thought we were number one by far. We could defeat anybody. How did that happen? Because you read through the the multiple layers of not being ready here, here. It, it's, it's so disturbing.
1: Right, right. Well, that's a good read. Yeah, we we need to link that at armstrongandgetty.com if it's available. I want to get into some of the s- specifics of what's in the ginormous multi-trillion dollar bailout oh, measures. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. Right a- right. And and I think it's absolutely useful to look at it through the lens of this incident and and some of the things you've brought up. Awesome. All on the way in the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty.
2: Tim Cook says Apple will soon be producing one million face shields a week for medical workers. But you know what? The charge cords for the old face shields, of course, don't work on the new ones. They have to buy a whole new situation.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Um, uh, coming up, uh, somebody complaining about their local grocery store.
1: So stay tuned. So one more thought on the whole uh, a uh, naval ship and the firing of the captain, then the quitting of the acting naval secretary. Uh, there is much more on each side to understand, sure. and as always, the portrayal in the the media is, is shallow and will leave you probably with you know ill uh, built uh, perceptions and because conclusions.
0: you have to be in one camp or the other. Either I'm a good American and our military is the best and everything they do is right, or I hate the military. They're the
1: reason we have wars, and they're all a bunch of ignoramuses. That's a pretty good description of the two sides. Uh, so you have a number of things going on. First of all, it could be the captain righteously believed that, as Jack has been describing in uh, several terrible, terrible incidents in recent years, the chain of command has failed, and the preparedness has not been good, and it's been typical bureaucratic uh, garbage. And that this guy may be a hero. Captain Crozier threw himself, his career on the grenade of going outside the chain of command and bringing these problems to light. That may be true. Uh, and it's worth considering. On the other hand, there's a piece, um, that I read. Whoops. Hello. There it is. Um, let's see. Who's this written by? Charles Page in a, uh, oh, what is this? It's a military, uh, magazine slash website. Um, and he's talking about you know the going outside the 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 chain of command and going public and the rest of it. Uh, the admiral uh, said, "quote I have no sailors hospitalized." He's talking about on the Roosevelt. I have no sailors on ventilators. I have no sailors in critical condition. No sailors in an ICU status on the Theodore Roosevelt. We're doing okay. We're doing fine. Um. So uh, who knows? Did this yeah. guy? Panic and 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 have a bad day and and hit send before he should have. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm not. Uh, or is the bureaucracy covering its ass? Both are possible. Well, I do
0: know this. There's tremendous dysfunction in the the navy and probably the other branches also. Um, uh, read the ProPublica stuff we have in the hot links at the at the website. What happened in this case, I don't know. It's possible this Crozier guy thought, I'll bet I can get my
1: own show on MSNBC if I do this, which which may be true. (laughs) Yeah, we don't know that to be true, but who knows? Well, I I hope we'll all pay attention enough to find out because it's important. So, listen, I have this information on the specifics in the multi-trillion dollar bailout bill, and and I want you to think of them in light of the story we were just talking about, and specifically, if you were to ask... are, are members of the military, but nobody above the rank of, say, Caton, and, and, you know, and, and the equivalent in each branch. Um, what they need, where the funding should be. uh, I think you'd probably get a very, very different answer than if you asked the bureaucrats of the Pentagon. But looking at this thing, uh, they talk about the, uh, 327 million people or so is gonna get 1200 bucks and the kids and all. It's, it's about 10% of the total, total package. But then you have 7.5 million dollars to the Smithsonian, 25 million dollars to the Kennedy Center. We've heard about this. And I have independently verified several of these figures and I think they're all accurate. I hope they are. 75 million for the National Endowment for the Arts. Huh? 75 million for the National Endowment for the Humanities, not to be confused with the arts. 75 million dollars for the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. 50 million dollars for the Institute of Museum and Library Services. Uh, 258 million for International Disaster Assistance. Uh, let's skip down a little. A billion for Amtrak. 88 million for the Peace Corps. 453 million dollars for the Bureau of Indian Affairs, which, as Jack has pointed out, is extramarital sex among our native people
0: (laughs) the bureau of indian affairs we're gonna get you a
1: hotel room (laughs) (laughs) some roses a little cheap champagne 300 million dollars for native american programs i have not yet begun this list i will continue it in moments armstrong and getty armstrong and getty
0: show you want your dumb political story of the day dumber than the one i'm in the middle of well yours is important but this is uh here's your oh i see
1: dumb is in uh yeah
0: okay dumb not important but we'll get great discussion on cable news a poll just came out with a majority of americans saying obama would have handled this crisis better than trump Obama! And I guarantee you, they will ask Trump about it in the press conference, even though we shouldn't waste any time on that freaking sort of stuff. (laughs) In the midst of the biggest crisis of our lives, he will respond in such a way, so the whole thing will be just a cable news smorgasbord of stupid all day long. Why do we ask everybody who would have done a better job, Trump or Grover Cleveland? Also coming up, somebody complaining about their grocery store, and I have the same question, so stay tuned for that.
1: So, listen, I'm sorry. I I keep going back to this whole Captain Crozier, uh, acting Secretary Modley thing. And the more more I think about it, the more it bothers me. This is, uh, it appears to be, a hasty, media-driven, just, you know, parade of stupid. In that, uh, I mean, the big headline, for instance that uh welcome to the parade of stupid and whoa. here
0: come the non sequiturs look at them jim they're fantastic these
1: are uh, they're, they're throwing candy to the kids uh, right it, behind it, them the straw man argument the headline for days was that the acting secretary uh, modley had said that captain crozier was too naive or too stupid to be in command fat okay. drunk
0: naive and stupid is no way to go through life son
1: but as he said in his statement when he quit, Modley, because he had to quit in humiliation after saying too strong a thing about Crozier, he said, let me be clear, I don't think he's naive or stupid. Uh, my point was, because he's clearly neither. He sent his alarming email with the intention of getting it out into the public. So because a guy makes a perfectly valid point, but he puts it a little colorfully, we can't take five minutes to understand what his point was. Oh, I I see. Maybe this guy was bad at his job and everybody hated him anyway. I don't know. But he was making precisely the opposite point.
0: Right. So he was saying, unless you're naive or stupid, which he's not. Right. Obviously, what
1: he was doing was blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He was making the opposite point. But the, the media reported for days and 90% of Americans continue to believe that this motley guy thinks the, the, the brave caring for his uh, troops, uh, his, his sailors, uh, captain was naive or stupid. I just, speaking of naive and stupid, there are some days I think I just can't do this anymore. It makes me insane. Um, just, Scott, <laughs> can we, can we raise the level of discourse to like, I don't know, 12 year olds. Anyway, uh, so I'm in the middle of this list of, uh, where the money to the multi-trillion dollar package actually went. And I tell you what, it was a good day for our native community. Actually, it was a terrible day for our native people, but, cause you got 453 million to the Bureau of Indian Affairs. 300 million for Native American programs. 100 million in grants to Indian tribes under the Indian Development Block Grant Program. 69 million to the Bureau of Indian Education. Wow. $5 million to the Office of Public and Indian Housing and a billion dollars to the Indian Health Services. Wait, there's more. 1.25 billion to the Public and Indian Housing Tenant-Based Rental Assistance and somewhere around $3 billion to Native Americans in general. 1 million Native Americans get three thousand dollars per so somebody had a a, a
0: a list of uh dream items for years that they were able to get into this for the native american population
1: right exactly it, it is just an enormous enormous shower of cash and i don't it's have a flood it's a, it's a johnstown flood of cash and i don't from have, democrats to their constituents and i don't have
0: any idea to what extent you know some all half none of
1: that stuff was needed a lot of that stuff might very well be needed but how it ended up in this well i believe and will believe until my dying day the very best thing the united states government could do for our native peoples is to say over the next ten years we'll be phasing out all assistance and all programs that make you some sort of separate distinct and and pitifully dependent people you will be mainstreamed you can preserve your culture in any way you want like irish americans and italian americans and iranian americans and chinese americans and everybody else does you can do that in any way you want but we are no longer going to keep you in the horrific dignity stealing state of dependence on a bunch of bureaucratic punks in the government that, what a curse the NATO, I mean, obviously, getting you know everything that happened historically was pretty bad too. But it's a curse to keep them in dependence. Anyway, uh, just I have a few more for you here. We've gotten uh, beyond the Indians finally. Uh, here's about thirty-one billion dollars to the Department of Education for the Education Stabilization Fund. Well, you don't want unstable education, schools, you know, jiggling back and forth. God, that could be anything. That could be mil- uh, names oh. like that. That could be anything. Oh yeah, literally. Uh 10 billion dollars to the FAA, 250 million to the IRS, who are actually underfunded. That's the interesting thing. People hate the IRS, so in a show of "we're with you," Congress people keep cutting the money to the IRS when it's actually needed to get taxes so we, we can run more efficiently. Anyway, 400 million dollars to the Election Assistant Commission for election security grants. 200 million to the FCC. FCC doesn't do anything. 275, 275 million to the federal buildings fund, which I actually dug into and is for, uh, cleaning supplies and programs and overtime to clean buildings but and are, stuff like this.
0: But are people making the specific argument that this, this, spending this money helps the economy? Period. Or, or was it just slipped in because it
1: was an opportunity and nobody was paying attention? That one <laughs> I haven't heard anybody making any argument why these things are in whatsoever. Never mind what the specific uh rationale is. Here are a couple of my favorites because this list is getting a little long um uh, that, 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 uh, uh sixty million to NASA in case you know we have to as, colonize Mars because part, everybody's dying of the corona as
0: part of the pandemic and even economic crash
1: exactly all that money to. NASA. Okay. 12.5 million to the Department of the Interior, whatever that is, 35 million to the National Forest System because of all the beavers who are dying of the coronavirus, I'm sure. 25 million dollars to the House of Representatives. Why not? That's the uh everybody's getting new office furniture thing. Uh let's see and, and okay, 58 billion to the airlines. I think we understand, uh, you know, why we need our airlines and why perhaps some sort of bailout is due, but Boy, this list is is just something. It's amazing. Well, and as early as this week, the Senate is looking
0: to appropriate an additional quarter of a trillion dollars for small businesses because the Paycheck Protection Program has already begun to run dry. Well, maybe if you hadn't spent all that money on NASA, the FCC, and NPR, you'd have enough
1: money for it to not run dry. But correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't the entirety of the argument about passing this thing about small businesses? That was the argument small to Small the... and big businesses and individuals. That was the entire argument to the public, yes. Nobody mentioned, hey, we're going to give like $1.75 trillion to government itself. We're going to have the government give the government a bunch of money. Nobody said that, and yet that's most of what's happening. Or so it appears. It's unfriggin' believable. I don't mean to put people in a bad mood or anything, but... I just, uh, democracy cannot work. It can't. Well, it's not. Look at it.
0: So a couple of things for you. First of all, I was looking up at the CBS early show. Happy to see that they just did like a full five minutes on uh, John Prine, uh, one of my all-time favorite musicians who died of the coronavirus in his 70s uh, last night. And uh, my feeling has always been most people don't know who he is, but this, I know that the early show did it because John Dickerson, of CBS News is a huge fan and played guitar with him and stuff, and so that's probably one of the reasons CBS is doing it. But mm-hmm. if you've never checked out John Prine, do it. Um, well, maybe maybe my, well, not maybe, absolutely my favorite concert experience ever. I saw John Prine and Todd Snyder at Mountain View Winery on a summer night in the Bay Area, had drove my Harley there, had a hotel nearby, got drunked up, walked to my hotel. After uh, Just a fantastic night.
1: Wow, that's never a good night. It. That is a good night. You know, I'm reminded of what uh, the best quote ever about the legendary band, uh, Lou Reed's band, The Velvet Underground, was that they didn't sell many records, but everybody who bought one started a band. Um, well, John Prine is song was songwriter's favorite songwriter. I mean, Absolutely. Bob Dylan called him the best songwriter that ever lived or something like that. Um, so if you're thinking, who is this gravelly voiced old, uh, mumbling poet guy? Well, he's the inspiration behind most of your favorite songwriters, probably.
0: So I had missed the fact, because I saw all these pictures, I didn't understand why, that when the Queen gave her speech, she was wearing a green outfit that is exactly the same color as a green screen. Oh no. I had, I had missed that. So the dress that the- Welcome internet. Yeah, exactly. So the dress the queen wore, (laughs) exactly the same color as the green screen you put behind you if you're trying to do some sort of video where they project whatever they want on there. And so the internet has gone wild with her wearing various things that is just so darn funny. (laughs) So if you haven't seen her wearing, you know, various concert t-shirts or the Star Trek (laughs) uniform or you know, wolf wolf howling at the moon shirt or whatever it is. It's pretty dang funny. Yeah, this is exactly what we need in these troubled times. Absolutely. Oh, I saw, I saw, um <coughs> uh, it was this date in history from Super 70 Sport. It was this day in history that Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's home run record. And it reminded me, I saw somebody suggest this yesterday. I don't know what the copyright issues are with this, but during the sports drought, So a lot of people who love to watch sports are spending more time than they've ever spent in their lives at home or their apartment in front of a screen but can't watch sports. Why aren't there more classic sports being played somewhere? Who owns the rights to all these? There are a lot. There are a fair number. But why can't we do some sort of national, we're going to do the 1976 World Series in its entirety starting Tuesday night on NBC or whoever has the rights to it, game one, and advertise it, and we all watch it and talk about it in real time. That would that'd be, be fun. That would be freaking fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know the the good folks at the Masters, which is now taking place, or maybe will in November, are running on a couple of different channels all the greatest final rounds from the last several years all this week which is cool. I mean, it's better than nothing. But I love your idea of just do the World Series in its entirety. Yeah, yeah, Why the not? whole
0: thing. I was just thinking of that. If you're, uh, you know, I was into the San Francisco Giants when they had their run. You give me, give me uh, the, the entire World Series, maybe the entire playoffs from 2010, every game, every pitch. Why not? People are in a sports drought. They need it. Um, and this, somebody complaining about their grocery store. But I had the same question myself. I'm not going to mention the name of the grocery store because I found this to be true at a number of them. Why is nobody working at blank grocery stores wearing a mask, Uh, or or most people gloves? The checkers, the meat department, whatever. Nobody's wearing a mask. I Mm. asked a guy at the and I noticed that at my grocery store. I thought, is there a reason why you're not wearing a mask while you're checking me out? I'm wearing a mask. That person over there is wearing a mask. How come? not wearing a mask
1: yeah um, you're you're there at the check stand speaking moistly to me yeah <laughs> yes speaking moistly on them
0: yeah that's <laughs> on what we're me. trying to avoid that's right
1: not to me on me
0: <laughs> so this Sorry. person says i asked the guy to check out why don't you guys have to wear masks and the answer was because we're young
1: um wow you're a jackass it's not to protect you jackass it's to protect us the customers, it's an Audi thing, not an anything. I don't want you speaking moistly on speaking me. Speaking moistly on them. Thank you, Mr. Prime Minister, sir.
0: And we got this text. Happy quarantine birthday to me. Yay! Love you guys. Thanks for the information in these bizarre times. Um, yeah, birthdays at home. Uh, alone with your FaceTime. And um, still looking for tips on how to look better on the camera for FaceTime or Zoom or whatever it is. A lot of people are looking at themselves on the screen and thinking, wow, I've kind of let myself go you or something. You want indirect lighting. Don't put the lamp right next to you shining directly on your face. Like if you have a white wall, bounce the light off the wall onto you. Okay. There's other, like if you have like white boards for some reason, you can use that as well. But indirect lighting goes a long way into into softening your look on, on the webcam.
1: Yeah.
0: Or, or uh, just be
1: ruggedly handsome.
0: Yeah, well, my that's, that's my tip. I'm lit by my bright red nose, which for some reason on Zoom and FaceTime is is even brighter red than it is in in real life. And so I just I'm avoiding this all best I can. We got this text. I'll mention it just because I get it a lot. You probably have re- rosacea. I know I have rosacea. There are pills and creams for that. I know I've tried them all. So quit telling me that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're trying to be helpful. <laughs> Stop yelling at our friends.
0: I look like freaking Rudolph on the FaceTime. I really do. If you, if you're if you're a, a, in a dark apartment, just put me on your FaceTime. It'll light up the whole room. <laughs>
2: was going great, but little did we know that a Chinese man was making a meal out of that. Then they shut down the borders and they shut down the bars and all the honky tonks where we were picking guitars, and the whole world became obsessed with giant cats. Now everybody hates that bitch Carol Baskin. Tom knows the truth, but none of us can ask it. me has become okay. A little bit of meth and tigers makes a straight dude gay. <laughs> <laughs> that Miss Carol Bass the one that got
1: away. Yeah, you we, can, uh, we can post the, the like rest of know that know at ArmstrongandGetty.com, but my favorite line is a little bit of meth and tigers make a straight dude gay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently it does, at least in uh, Oklahoma. I like the opening line a couple weeks ago a Chinese man sat down to a meal of a bat, <laughs> <laughs> made a meal of a bat. <laughs> We have a number of humorous uh, coronavirus-slash-Tiger King-related songs to play for you and post at armstrongygetty.com a little later on. Uh, This is not a parody Tiger King-related song. This is I Saw a Tiger by
0: the one and only Joe Exotic. Because I saw a tiger. fair that's him essentially lip-syncing to someone else's backing vocals was that
1: ever established that he had a a ghost singer oh a hundred percent confirmed that that is not him singing yeah the fact that he
0: sang at the funeral of the, the the one of his husbands that you know he took down the road of suicide uh was just sickening to me that's when the show really turned from there's nothing there this is kind of funny to just not funny in the least god Appalling! If, if I'd have been that kid's mama, that attacked him right there, you would had to pull me off of him. Yeah. What a scumbag! They're all scumbags. Everybody in the whole show's a scumbag. Even <laughs> Carol Baskin. You know, she's Carol
1: def- Effing Baskin.
0: She's the craziest, though. I think a bunch of the other ones—they're doing normal things, I'm trying to get sex, I'm trying to get drugs, I'm trying to—you know—normal scumbag they're seeking right Yeah, she's That's stupid, com- maybe. Yeah, she's completely insane. Baskin (laughs) is the reason all this happened. Um, uh, Yeah, so we had our deadliest day in the United States yesterday. Uh, So that ain't good. And they're talking about the peak being April 16th now. That's the latest for the nation for the the entire nation. They think it's going to peak at about 3,000 deaths on April 16th. Well, if you'll remember, it was just a couple of weeks ago. They were telling us, oh, we're going to have. Days and days and days of 4,000 deaths a day because we're going to have 200,000 people dead. And uh, so it looks like it's going to come well short of that, which starts the whole conversation of, did we need to destroy the economy this much? We flattened the curve. Did we need to flatten the economy? This will be discussed probably for centuries, perhaps.
1: Can I hit you with a couple of fascinating statistics here? And I don't really have a point, or at least I'm not sure if I have a point. But yesterday, it was over 1,900 deaths in the United States. Uh, Let me flip to the state by state because it varies so widely. Uh, For instance, ladies and gentlemen, yesterday on the uh, 7th of April, the state of Illinois had one death, one death. On the other hand, they had seven people shot to death in the city of Chicago alone. And 14 more were wounded, but the excellence of Chicago's trauma surgeons kept them uh, alive. So, you know, again, I'm not sure I have a point, but we need to make sure we're not obsessed with the covid and safety from the covid to the point that we ruin the entire economy and 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 many of our lives for many years to come. There are. Places that are realizing, all right, this blanket shutdown is crazy. Why don't we go ahead and, for instance, let realtors show homes. Just wipe everything down. The, the homeowner's not at home. Nobody breathe on anybody. The The danger level is so small, and it's shutting down a huge sector of the economy. We've got to cut that
0: out. moistly on them. Well, avoid that. Stop speaking moistly on others, according to the Prime Minister of Canada. And that's <laughs> oh. who I look to in times of trouble, always. <laughs>